For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, this is Joe Pesci, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmich Show. Right, Bobby? Right, Joe. You better catch him while you can, because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry, a little bit. That's all. So be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. You should, because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry. That's all. A little bit. We don't want to say that Kimmer's a little slow, well, but he believes slow, Cheerios are donut seeds. <laughs> the Kimmer <laughs> Show on that. News Radio 1067. Uh, the Kimmer Show, there. Right. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> 12 05. How's it going? Look out! It's only me, it's only the Kimmer. <laughs> Stand by. Uh, News Radio 1067. All righty, rainy, crummy, chillier, but you know, it's. Spring. Tomorrow, spring. First heard the, is the uh, vernal equinox. And then there's the autumnal equinox, which is six months later. And then uh, as opposed to the summer solstice and the winter solstice, which are the longest and shortest days of the year, just for the record. Anyway, it's only me. How you doing? It's only the Kimmer on uh, News Radio 1067. Here is that number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. This is the day, 1982, Randy Rhodes, who played guitar in Ozzy Osbourne's band. Randy Rhodes was with the band when a plane was buzzing Ozzy Osbourne's tour bus, and it crashed into a house, and the guitarist Randy Rhodes was killed. 25 years old because a plane bushed, buzzing the house and exploded in the house and he was either in the plane or in the house but he was a guitarist for the, I think he was up there in the plane with him just be goofing around you know hey let's buzz our band cool you know hey, hey, hey watch this <laughs> hey honey <laughs> get this on camera <laughs> anyway now you had to laugh you know alright look out I don't get out of here. 1206. All right, it's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, we got so many things to talk about today, and uh, we'll open up your phone lines. 844-404-1067. Newsmaker lines coming up later, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Also, a couple of songs uh, that will kind of remind us of some of the issues of the news today, including one of my new favorite political commentators is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, I, honestly, he he's, he makes a lot of sense. I remember the last commentary we read about him when he was talking about how, you know, conservatives aren't really all devil worshipers or anything, and he, he just makes a great deal of sense. And now he's got a, <coughs> excuse me, a commentary about this whole Starbucks politically correctness thing, which is one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard. But the other companies are following suit. We'll talk about those coming up here today, too. <coughs> excuse me. Also, Man, what the hell's going on in here today? Sorry about that. Uh, let's see. We'll also talk about the Arab... Oh, now, this just, you know, come on. In Middletown, New York, there's a high school known as Pine Bush High School. They have a week of language week celebrations to foreign language week at Pine Bush High School in Middletown, New York. So to honor foreign language week, 
to celebrate the many cultures and races and religions that make up our great country, unquote, and our school district, unquote, they decided to have the Pledge of Allegiance read in Arab. The Arabic version of the Pledge of Allegiance, and, of course, the community is going nuts. Also, speaking of nuts, the uh, Black Panther Student Union Group at Berkeley, which is why they call it Berserkly, has now demanded that Berserkly name one of its buildings after Asata Shakur. Well, Asata Shakur, in 1977, murdered a New Jersey state police officer. She was convicted. She escaped from prison in 1979. She's been hiding in Cuba ever since. She was the first woman ever put on the FBI's most wanted list, and that's the person that the Black Student Union at Berserkly wants named uh, have a building named after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not making these things up. Also, speaking of you liberals, University of California President Janet Napolitano, you recall that name from politics back uh, many years ago, what? Napolitano under Clinton. Well, she is now the president of the University of California. There was a meeting with the Board of Regents, and a couple of dozen protesters started screaming and protesting because their tuition hikes are going way up. Uh, tuition is going to be outrageous. And so uh, uh, Janet Napolitano is talking with another member of the Regents, and the protesters are going on. She didn't know the mic was hot, and she leaned over and said, let's just break, let's go, let's go. We don't have to listen to this crap. <laughs> we don't have to listen to this crap. Yeah. President of the University of California system, Janet Napolitano. <laughs> well, that didn't go over too well. I guess. All right, 210, 12-10, 12-10. Bill's coming every second. Also, we'll talk about the Army in Alaska. Their battalion up in Alaska, 25th Infantry, has a racial Thursday. <laughs> little yeah. deal going on there. We're on Thursdays at this Army post in Alaska. You can make any kind of racist remark you want, and you're not supposed to get in trouble for it. <laughs> what did I just say about ethnic slurs? <laughs> Putty going to talk to uh, Netanyahu in a couple of days. A lot of reaction on that. We'll also have, we have some Darwin Awards. We'll talk about the, the Bo Bergdahl case. The White House wants him to cop a plea so it'll go away, even though they've known he was basically going to be convicted of desertion months ago. Anyway, we'll talk about the uh, Dairy Queen charity tip jar. Jerry Springer's producer's a real killer. The shooting spree skinhead. Who didn't know when you see a guy with tattoos on his face and his neck? I mean, this is not your average, you know, JC and member of the Knights of Columbus. All right, twelve ten. We got newsmaker lights coming up. Let's get to Bill on News Radio one zero six seven with the camera. Happy rainy Thursday, Bill. How's it going? It is great to hear you, and it's great to be part of your audience, camera. Welcome, sir. What's up? Thank you. Thank to you. I dug deep into this thing, and this is from our dear president, Ronald Reagan. All right, sir. He was still around, man. Right, me too, man. Yeah, he was a, there was a, a, a Republican candidate running for presidency, and he was driving through a town that was known for being Democrat. Uh-huh. And so uh, he found some farmers, and so he said, hey, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Republican, and I'm running for a candidate. And he said, oh, wait, 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 I've never seen a Republican, I've never heard a Republican um, speech, so wait, 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 let, let me go get mom, okay? Okay. So he goes get mom, and they okay, mom, okay, sir, go ahead. But he was looking for a podium, and there was none. The only thing there was, was a big, huge pile of, you know, cow manure. Okay. And so he gets on the, well, you know, I was looking for some elevation, and it looks like this is the only area, so... He got on the cowboy and he started doing his speech. Yeah. And then 
they say, the, the farmer says, sir, first time ever hearing a Republican speech. And he said, thank you, Judge. Guys, um, this is the first time ever I have ever given a Republican speech from a Democrat podium. Ah, uh, Democrat podium, I can't find that. <laughs> oh, hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, you know what? It's, it's just radio. It's not like we're curing cancer. Uh, twelve, twelve here. For okay. Friday. Who replaced my glasses with forks? <laughs> Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. I like on News Radio one zero six seven. Here we go. Stand by. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. Hello, Don. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is mm. brought to you by yes, Starbucks Racial Diversity. Oh. So back into a parking space and visit a Starbucks today. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Uh, I love it. By the way, did you ever put that video on my Facebook page yet? Yeah, chance. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> The Kimmer got really anal in the parking lot this morning. And I have I have videotaped on my phone, my camera phone, I have taken the video of the proper way to park in a parking space when you have the opportunity to allow room for the person next to you to not bang your door. Simple consideration if you don't mind. And I've Gonna, he's going to try to find it, and we'll put it on the old Facebook page. <laughs> this is the theme from High Noon, and it was on this day in 1953. Gary Cooper won the Academy Award for the Best Actor in High Noon. The Academy Awards were televised for the first time on this day when Gary Cooper won in 1953. The greatest show on earth was named Best Picture, which was a circus movie. I'm not you found it? Okay, so we're going to put... Right, and, and now I have to explain. Oh, a couple birthdays first, and then we'll get going. Uh, oh, Ursula Andress. Hold it. Okay. <laughs> well, anybody of a certain age will never, ever, ever forget the visual... Of Ursula Andress popping out of the ocean wearing that the little teeny bikini and the knife on her hip in Dr. No. Yowie. <laughs> the first James Bond movie, by the way. Ursula Andress, 79 years old today. Phyllis Newman, another long time ago actress, 82. Bruce Willis is 60 today. All right, I got 1221 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. We'll tell you a little later about how the special Catholic cathedral in San Francisco is hosing off homeless bums, preventing them from sleeping in the doorways of the cathedral, of the Catholic cathedral. They're hosing them off with water cannons. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. I swear I'm not making that up. Also, it's the 25th anniversary of uh, Goodfellas, and the whole cast is getting together in a, a, a few weeks in New York City for the Tribeca Film Festival uh, to kind of get together and celebrate 25 years of Goodfellas, one of the greatest movies of all time, 1221. Hey, wait, I got Brett coming up. There's the newsmaker line. Let's use on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. You're a real diaper, Danny. This is Dick <laughs> Vitale calling, you hey, know? Hey, Dick, for the for sweet <laughs> Now you've got undergarments you can depend on, baby. It- Oh, thank you, Dick. <laughs> well, I wanted to congratulate Pete Davis and his old Miss Rebels. Oh, that's who right. Who advanced yesterday in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they advanced, yeah. There's a first using the words <laughs> old Miss and advance in the same sentence, baby. <laughs> 
I mean, all this academics is like Kim show promotion. It's a contradiction in terms. <laughs> You know, it was a tough loss for the Cougars when Ole Miss came back from 17 down, Kimmer. 17 down, yeah. I mean, those Mormon fans must have damn near, uh, well, let's put it this way. Thank God they've got those magic underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been a stain on another, <laughs> another ugly record for Ole Miss <laughs> Thank God those BYU fans had seven or eight wives there to console them, baby. <laughs> That's right, sir. You mean people have asked if I got a sleeper pick in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, sleeper well, pick. Well, I've got my eye on the University of Georgia. I hope Coach Fox returns it soon. I look. <laughs> Your eye is good. <laughs> Thank you. I look kind of like Gus Fring walking around with an empty socket, baby. <laughs> oh, Did you see my new commercial for Lens Crafters? No, I missed that one. I'm Dick Vitale, and I got my glasses in half an hour. Sandy Duncan and I, we went Dutch treat. It was great, no, baby. She's blind in one eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, give him my eye adores you. <laughs> oh, oh, Dick. oh, my God. <laughs> and yet Larry Wax is a real PTPer, Kimmer. Uh, what, what now? <laughs> a PTPer. What do you mean, sir? Not a primetime player, a part-time pizza delivery. I understand Liza Minnelli's back in rehab, Yeah, baby. rehab, rehab. Yeah. I mean, it's no surprise to me, Dick Vitale. Really? This woman has spent more time in Betty Ford than Gerald spent in the White House, baby. And I'm glad that he finished that one. Brought that right around the old ending there. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. <laughs> Dick Vitale, baby. He's part-time pizza. Part-time. PTP. PTP. Thank you so much. Look out! Mercy! Here we go, here we go. And by the way, I've been listening to some sports guys lately. There are guys who are picking Notre Dame to win it all. I mean, are they joking? I mean, seriously, are they joking or is this... I mean, Notre I've heard Dame. Wisconsin maybe. Wisconsin oh and Kentucky. God. But Notre Dame is being... I've heard sports guys. Only New York City has a more self-congratulating yeah. PR yeah, apparently. PR firm. Yeah, it's. I, I knew you'd get a kick out of that. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, twelve twenty-five. It's uh, Brett, the truck driver on News Radio one hundred six seven. Brett, how's it going? Ah, uh, truckers got a horn to Kimmer out there in the rain, man. Be careful. <laughs> how's it going, Brett? Uh, pretty good, man. Hey, Kimmer, as long as you've been driving that AMG, you had not figured out how to back that deuce in a quarter in a parking space without getting hit yet. <laughs> well, I don't back it in, but there was one guy yesterday who backed in, and, let, and he was about three feet short, so his front end was sticking out so far that you couldn't park, park at the angle next to him. I mean, it's just it's just inconsideration. People are just stupid. Hey, when are you guys going to get a new van by the river? I oh, yeah, our transmitter's still screwed up. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're working on the transmitter. But, you know, the way we figure it, what the hell? It's only the sound of the station. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we're here anyway, so we don't care. We're, 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 they got to pay me. I mean, I'm sitting here. We're, we're talking. Just because you can't hear doesn't mean anything to me. I don't you know. What the hell? I got I to be here anyway. John Boy's still here, so what the hell? He doesn't care if you can't hear anything. No, there were, they, we have a crack engineering staff, and I promise you, I guarantee they're trying to get this straightened out. I mean, because that, that is. Is, you know, our only business. Uh, 1226. Oh, no, it's Eeny Meeny uh, from olden days on News Radio 1067. Eeny Meeny, how's it going, man? It's Eeny Meeny, the car driver. The car doing? driver. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, I got two things for you real quick. Yeah. Ursula Andrews. Yeah. You know, who, you know who the father of her one of her babies is, right? No, I don't. 
Harry Hamlin, who I went to, who went to the same high school that I went to. Harry Hamlin from L.A. Law. You're, yes, and, uh, and, and and what? Mad oh, Men. and Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. And the other thing is, Pete and I have something in common today. Uh oh, what's that? I am now Plink Meanie. You are what now? Plink Plink Meanie. Oh, Remember Plink Meanie. You had a kidney the, stone. Uh, Kidney stone. Oh, I my God. Jordan. Oh, I hate that when that happens. Those things really <laughs> supposed to hurt, huh? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, good well, luck. Okay, you. now. All right. <laughs> the last week. In fact, wait a minute. I, I think I'm feeling one right now. I, 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 oh, there it goes. Oh, oh, boy, that hurts. Wow, that really hurts. Oh, wait. I'm, another's coming up. Hold on a minute. I just, oh, ow, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, damn, oh, ow, ah, oh, whew. Boy, that really, that was painful. Man, I can see why you didn't take a week off there, Pete, last time it happened to you. you know, that's, that's two weeks. Uh, 1227 now with the carrier. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer, courtesy of the Hangman and John Boy. You know, the only two people who do any real work around here. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. This is William Shatner, hey, Will. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yeah, is brought to you by multimillionaire Robert Durst, oh, yeah. the kind of friend who would never, ever throw you under the bus. In a lake, a landfill, a dumpster, maybe, but never, <laughs> never. ever under a, bus. under a bus. And now yeah. here's your host, the Kim. Darling, you. That would be so rude. Send me what? It's at 1235 on News Radio 106.7. How's it going? Yeah, it's kind of crummy and rainy and yuck. But we're all in it together, and spring is here tomorrow, and then summer's on the way, so everything's going to be fine. Sam Cooke's family will now agree to have a film done about his life. The family has given music and film producer Romeo Antonio access to documents and to Sam Cooke's assistant, Zelda, who's now 84 years old. Sam Cooke's family's been approached in the past about doing a movie on Sam Cooke, but uh, they didn't really want it done because they thought it would come out badly. Antonio's the first guy to seek the truth about Sam Cooke's death. You may recall that in 1964, Sam Cooke was accused with kidnapping a woman at a motel, and he was shot to death by the motel manager woman. However, his family says that's just, that's nonsense, that he was shot and killed because he was fighting for black musicians' rights and ticked off the wrong people. Now, I find I find that a little hard to believe that they would have staged a, a, a rape and, uh, you know, dissing your hooker murder thing. I don't know. On the other hand, in, this, in 1964, uh, black performers were getting screwed by, uh, you know, the industry. And uh, you know you know how many cases of black performers who had their the rights to the songs taken away or they never got the royalties from them when the producers and people did. I mean, this uh, was, it was a real scandal back in the early time of rock and roll. When Keith Richards did the movie about Chuck Berry, yeah, he found out that Chuck Berry never paid his piano player for writing half the songs with him. Is that right? The, the piano player didn't know that what writing the song actually meant. Getting oh, paid. man, he'd be a multi-millionaire and a half. Holy cow. 12.37 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. A couple of quick birthdays. Craig Lamar Trailer from Malcolm in the Middle, 26 today. And a member of the TV show The Nanny, actress Renee Taylor is 82. All right. Uh, 1237, 844-404-1067. All right, we got more tickets. I have another tailgating package to the Atlanta Steeplechase Saturday, April 18th. 
reserved parking spot, and six infield tickets. And uh, let's give these away. Um, two o'clock news. There's something in the two o'clock news, and we haven't. You should, what do we? What do you want to do? Let's let's decide. Huh? Okay. You know. Th- in fact, this is. Well, we'll we'll do a double whammy. This is the 25th anniversary coming up of Goodfellas, and who doesn't remember a bunch of Joe Pesci quotes? What? I said no more shines. Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. I don't shine shoes anymore. Relax. Will you fuck crying out? What's what's got into you? I'm breaking your. B- now there's another very famous scene involving Joe Pesci. Uh, and let's do this. If you you uh, we, we're looking for the best Joe Pesci imitation at, at, during the two o'clock news eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven something from Goodfellas a Joe Pesci type imitation or Robert De Niro or whatever uh, and we'll pick uh, the one that amuses us the most. We'll give you Watch this staple. Yeah, we got to do it on the radio. It's a family oriented program, so if you can do it at two o'clock, we'll give away these staple cheese staple cheese <laughs> steeple chase tickets for Saturday, April eighteenth. All right, I got it. oh. Sweetness spell, sweetness spell. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about inclusion. Let's talk about maybe bringing people together. You know, the Starbucks CEO, that goofball billionaire, has come out with his uh, racially ins- uh, sensitive coffee cup mar- markings and so forth. A lot of other companies apparently are also changing their ways. For example, and this is part of our sweetness spell to show you the attitude of inclusiveness here, not only in the Kimmer program, but our local merchants as well. For example, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, now has a new policy. Dunkin' Donuts has a, a new policy now. At the end of the day, uh, when when your shift is over, instead of just saying, all right, uh, time's up, they're going to do this. Putting time! Putting time! Just to make sure that everybody understands the same basis. <laughs> they have a new menu, too. They're offering a smoothie, which I don't think people knew about. A smoothie. Uh, uh, but donk a donk on a biscuit. Again, this is a... <laughs> It's a brand new menu item. Baby got back biscotti. Another again. These are or one of my favorites. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts has got a new uh, offering now. Hands up. That'll be seven dollars. <laughs> Just a few of the new inclusiveness items on some of our local merchants' menus here. Uh, news Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. A couple of quick animal stories in the news. News magazine is coming. Oh, I got a song for him. In fact, let's what the hell? I'll do it right now. Did you hear? Oh, wait, you hear Donald Trump? Oh my God! <laughs> this may be one of my favorite. Do we take a Trump? Right? Yeah. This may be one of my favorite Donald Trump quotes of all time about how great he is. But Al Gore may be running for president yeah. as well. And wouldn't it be cool to have Al Gore running against Hillary Rodham Rodham in the pr- Democratic primaries? Anyway, you recall Al Gore had to get divorced because he got caught cheating on, uh, on his wife Tipper with a hooker. But at least Al can sing about it. I'm Al Gore, and I approve this song. <laughs> sing it for Sometimes me, when we touch, you say that it's too much. <laughs> and you have to close your robe Nice try. <laughs> I want to grope you all night long. Al, you came on way too strong. <laughs> I want to grope you till the fear in you subsides. Don't care how much you fight it, 
I'm gonna get my way. I hope that you're indicted. I've got your DNA. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> A sex poodle, you called me. Gonna get all your money. Though I know how much you'll try to lie. <laughs> Sing me, Al Gore. Yes, I know you've got the goods. I feel just like Tiger Woods. <laughs> I'll pay Tipper <laughs> until the day <laughs> I die. Al Gore. And it's Hooker Honey right here on News Radio 1067. 1242. Hey, you're that black guy I saw in the news conference, ain't you? Uh, yeah, that's me. This is car 15. I'm going to need backup. I've got a stolen vehicle here. But this is my car. Suspect's getting belligerent. What? Officer down. <laughs> <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News Weather right, and Traffic on your ride home. Stand by. On news Radio 1067. Here we go. Everybody, <laughs> oh, this is Dean Martin. Uh, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show uh, yes. is brought to you by Bruce Jenner, oh, Bruce. who gives the phrase "organ donor" a whole <laughs> new meaning. And now here's your host you. for the time being, oh, the Kimmer. Thank you. So ooh, ain't got no home. That's what I was saying. I know alone. Hey, where's my house? Twelve forty-nine. It's only the Kimmer. Newsbreak line coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor, this is Frogman Henry. Seventy-eight years old today. Couple of birthdays: actress Mary Shear from iCarly and Mad TV is fifty-two, and the beady-eyed Glenn Close is sixty-eight today. What was that movie? I never a Reckless Abandon. What was that? Uh, uh, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Oh, I, I will not be ignored. <laughs> nah, I think I was married to her. I don't... <laughs> hey, Kimmer, <laughs> really what, sure. what's the score? Oh, you know, uh, I was gonna, the NCAAs are going on, and I've, I'm now two for four, which is not good, so I'm not going to win the trillion dollars. But uh, now I picked uh, Northeastern over who's playing right now? Uh, some team in Indiana called Notre Dame. Notre Dame, and uh, okay, what's the score? Well, that's the uh, addition of the two teams' point totals, and otherwise you. Find oh out my who's God! Winning. What's this? No, that's I meant not what's the right now. that's just <laughs> Pete Davis, you magnificent bastard! I read your book. Northeastern's winning. Thank you. What's the score? Well, it's an accumulation of points. <laughs> Give you a score. Score this. <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, I put my parking video up on Kimmer oh, Show. Or I didn't. Pete did it because I don't know how to do it. Uh, Kimmer Show uh, oh. Facebook page, uh, the, a parking update. Now, and, and I'm doing this because I'm real anal about this. Believe me, it's it's question of consideration. If you have a chance to get out of the way for someone else so ne- nobody bangs your doors, why wouldn't you do it? So I'm showing you an example of this morning I pulled in how you can make, if you have the opportunity, not everybody does, but right. if you have the chance to do something that's good for everybody, then do it, for God's sakes. Well, we're getting some comments. All right, comments. Greg says the fact you have to do this shows how dumb people are. Tiffany says this is awesome until some idiot on your left is complaining about you being on the line and your little gym gets dinged from their junk car because they don't care. But that's the corner angle. In this case, nobody can get to my left. That's why I did it that way. I'm not saying park over the line if there's a car next to you. That's stupid. I'm saying if you have the chance to make a maneuver so that nobody can hit you, do it. And Scott says 
You probably colored outside the lines as a kid, too, didn't you? <laughs> and I still do, <laughs> just on general principle. Anyway, it's all right. It's only the Kiffer. 1251 on News Radio 1067. Also, coming up, we'll talk about uh, Netanyahu and Putty Tad and the cathedral. And the, oh, the, 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 the mayor of Stockbridge needs anger management, threatening to beat up one of his councilmen or something. We'll get that all that <laughs> stuff. Hey, wait a minute. There's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kelly. All right, for the president, she's going to be great. It's going to be huge. I don't want you disparaging it, or I'll sue you. This is Donald Trump. The Donald. How's it going? I've got the greatest lawyers. <laughs> I'm gearing up for a run for the White House. I don't care what people say. Yes, sir. I figure if I can gain 50 more pounds, I can be my own running mate. I think it'll be great. <laughs> You're Another in lady, I'll apply for statehood and receive 14 electoral votes. I'm on my way. <laughs> Here I'm so is. angry, Kimmer. People yeah. like you, all the skeptics yeah. out there, yeah. aren't taking my presidential aspiration seriously. Seriously? Really? I mean, it's not like I've ever gone back on my word before. Name one time, you know? <laughs> well, well, we only have till three. Uh, other than those 40 or 50 <laughs> bankruptcy filings, the half dozen broken wedding vows, the <laughs> 700 promises to release Obama's college transcripts. I mean, other than that, Kimmer. <laughs> yeah. I, Donald Trump, am a pretty stand-up guy. Thank goodness for Seattle's, and I don't even know what that means. I Two inches taller. Anyway, yes, sir. Turns out we may have, you know, been wrong about the pepperoni taverns bust. Did you see the guys that were there? It's not your average March Madness pool camera. They really? were really? guns, cocaine, people with rap sheets, one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars in cash. Wow. Still, the owner of Pepperoni's Tavern yeah. is claiming innocence, Kimmer. Oh, sure. You know, I... I yeah, innocence? cover me on this one, John Boy, please. <laughs> yes, the owner... This is going to be a great joke. It's going to be... <laughs> the owner of Pepperoni's Tavern said, quote, yeah. gambling is illegal in Pepperoni's. <laughs> Would you like a slice? <laughs> he said, Would you... <laughs> gambling is illegal in Pepperoni's, <laughs> and I never slice. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Okay, you can owe me. I owe you nothing. I you owe me. I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> you scratched my acre. <laughs> Thank you. One more thing. You know, I weighed in on the Starbucks thing this morning on Fox and Friends. Yes, sir. Uh, I think they're taking this racial diversity thing a bit too far, Cameron. Well, what do you mean, the Donald? Well, who the hell ever heard of a rent-to-own coffee grinder? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'd like a grande grape and a payday loan. <laughs> grape soda grande is that? <laughs> Can you catch my paycheck? <laughs> Gee. <laughs> I've never called or heard of a barista called G before. Yeah, what up, G? Little tip from Donald Trump. You need to be careful ordering a frappuccino over there at the Greenbrier Mall Starbucks. What do you mean, sir? Well, over there, the phrase getting iced kind of takes on a whole completely <laughs> different. It's great to be on the show. The he said, gambling is illegal, illegal. in this tavern. And, uh, would you like a slice? I never slice. Here. <laughs> the joke was great. It was your <laughs> best joke ever. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. I took a poll. <laughs> Thank you, the Donald. He's the greatest. He is the greatest. Look out, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Now, this is a true story. We're talking about police today and many, many days. Two policemen in Alpharetta call the station on the radio. Hello, is that you, Sarge? Yes, sir. 
Uh, we have a case here, Sarge. A woman has shot her husband for stepping on the floor. She just mopped clean. He says, have you arrested the woman? Uh, the cop says, no, sir, the floor is still wet. So I... Uh, <laughs> you see, the floor is still wet, so... Yeah, heard that. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. <laughs> All right. How about this? How about a little helpful tip from the camera on this rainy Thursday? These are household. You've heard of uh, helpful Halloween tips, yeah. the kitchen, and so forth. This is the uh, Kimmer Halloween, Halloween. Uh, Kimmer huh? helpful kitchen tips <clears throat> to avoid cutting yourself when slicing vegetables by uh, yourself. When to avoid cutting yourself when slicing vegetables, get someone else to hold the vegetables while you do the chopping. See, it's very easy. Boom, Sometimes. <laughs> Avoid arguments with the females about lifting the toilet seat by using the sink. Again, these are just simple ways of... <laughs> a mouse trap placed on the top of your alarm clock will prevent you from rolling over and going back to sleep after you hit the old snooze button. So that's a... Again, these are helpful hips. Just the tips. Just the... <laughs> Look out. 1257 on News Radio. Doggy! <laughs> News Radio 106.7 or something. I don't know. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 106.7. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. For the Kimmer, brains aren't everything. In his case, well, it's nothing. The uh, Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Radio 1067. Some nights I stay up, cashing in my pether. Some nights I call it a draw. Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle. What? He's going nuts. What's the matter, John Boy? It reminded me of your Bee Gees impression. Mercy. It's only me. It's only the Kiver. One oh five on News Radio one oh six seven. This is Nate Roos from Fun. Nate is going to be given a special award for young songwriters. The Hal David Starlight Award at the Songwriters Hall of Fame Gala in June in New York. The president of the Hall of Fame, Linda Moran, says Roos's lyrics are clever, warm, accessible, and his music is sophisticated and memorable. And this is the group I remember hearing them interviewed one time on satellite radio or something or other. Uh, this, is a, this is a young band who... Uh, was a garage band. I mean, they just they played at local high schools and gyms and stuff like that. They're living with their parents, living in their parents' basement, up until they had this song. And all of a sudden, their whole lives changed. And I heard them interviewed, and they were so grateful to their parents for allowing them the opportunity to see if they could make it before they kicked them out and sent them off to you know work at the factory. And it was it was very touching that they are so grateful because it came up the hard way, and it was one of the few bands that made it. Was that? Embellish. All right, embellish. This is the true story about Mr. Roos. He <laughs> He was one time cleaning a bird feeder on the balcony of his condominium in Mississauga, Ontario. 
in the Toronto suburb when Mr. Roos slipped and fell 23 stories. Stefan Mako, 55 years old, was standing on a wheelchair when the accident occurred. It appears the chair moved and we went over the balcony to his death. And he died and committed this after all. There you go. All right, 107 on 107. Delishing. <laughs> Look out. 107, it's only the camera. News Radio 1067, 844 1067. This was the day Congress approved daylight saving time, 1918, for the record. And Jim Baker, remember the name Jim Baker? Televangelist yeah. Jim Baker, chairman of the PTL Ministry Organization. He and Tammy Faye with the makeup, Tammy Faye Baker. Jim Baker, on this day in 1987, resigned uh, from the PTL Ministry amid the, amid the sex and money scandal with Jessica Hahn, the former. Oh, yeah. A church secretary who was so offended that he was having an affair that he made her do things, and then she ended up in Playboy and Penthouse about him three <laughs> weeks later. So, you know, <laughs> not too shabby there. All right, 107, it's on to the camera, News Radio 1067, 844 1067, 844 1067. Donald Trump is going maybe running for president, and they say now that he is actually serious. He's formed a committee which will give them permission to raise money, but he hasn't made an official announcement. However, this uh, this may be my favorite soundbite of Donald Trump of all time talking about politics. Listen to how Donald describes himself and what he means to America. I'm very serious. I've been very serious. I see what's going on with the country. The country's in serious trouble. A lot of people would say it's going to hell. There are only bad decisions being made. We make no good decisions. We have no victories. When was the last time you've heard about something good that happened? Something has to be done with respect to the country, or we're not going to have a country left anymore. I have not done this before. Uh, I've looked at running a couple of times, but frankly, I love my business. I love what I've done. I built a great business. I built a phenomenal business (laughs) among the best assets of anybody, very little debt, and that's really what this country needs. (laughs) I built the best business, very little debt. Hell, half your companies and hotels have closed down. (laughs) Anyway, the Donald. Oh, my God. I mean, I just he's, it's, it's outrageous. It's out of control. Uh, a lot of other things happening in Washington. The reaction to the fact that President Putitat, the deserter-in-chief, the coward of the White House, has not so much as said congratulations to a head of state who won his election, namely Bibi Netanyahu in Israel. Uh, but you may recall that Obama actually congratulated the president of Egypt the same day he was elected. And the president of Turkey, like that 26 hours, two and 12 hours, whatever. He congratulated them. But for, you know, in the Muslim countries, Arab countries, God forbid he should congratulate Bibi Netanyahu. And I'm telling you, uh, people are starting to complain about it. Even remember Dana Perino? She's on The Five and a bunch of Fox shows. She was George W. Bush's, H.W. Bush's uh, press secretary. She says he's doing it all wrong. The White House that I worked in, you make the call. You didn't have to advise President Bush to make the call because it was his instinct. Um, you're the first to call. Because if you're the first to call, especially if you are suffering somewhat of a defeat, right? If you are embarrassed because your guy didn't win. Like here. You want to be the first to call because that's gracious. Not, you're not diminished by being gracious. Yeah. You're calling to say, well played. Congratulations. We've got a lot of work to do. Dana Perino, uh, W's press secretary. I, I said W, then HW's run. It was Bush two, the second President Bush press secretary. And she may be one of my favorite people of all time. She's just, she's a... Great, great lady, great woman. And, uh, you know, there's... Oh, hey, thank you. <laughs> Just a little something there for the camera? I know Just why the... you like her. Yeah, I, I, I like her. Also, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Have you heard what he has said lately? Here's what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar says about this whole business with Starbucks. 
Uh, he says, Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz uh, is uh, left me in awe of his courageous and good-hearted attempt to do something to bring better awareness of racism. I'm in awe that he's willing to put morality above profits. I'm also in shock that he thinks it'll work. This <laughs> is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar speaking. He says, the majority of white Americans don't think racism is a significant problem. A study showed 16% of whites say there's a lot of discrimination compared to almost 60% of black people. He said, it isn't the fault of whites. If you're not a racist or someone who experiences racism, the issue's not on your radar. The good news is that Americans have proven to be willing to change their mind when presented with enough evidence from abolishing slavery to extending the vote to women, such as such as. He said, in 1996, 20%, 27% of Americans approved of gay marriage. By 2014, it was almost 60%. He said, eventually, it will be legal in every state. Eventually, racism will be nothing more than a quaint, what were they thinking, historical curiosity, he says, like witch trials or the millionaire matchmaker. <laughs> These brief cultural things. <laughs> he says the problem with Schultz's Race Together program is that he's picked the wrong venue with the wrong audience and the wrong spokespeople. Most of the customers at Starbucks don't want to have their political awareness challenged by the person foaming their coffee. Minds are more likely to be changed by somebody with some form of expertise in the subject, which baristas generally don't have. <laughs> he says, no exchange will result from the exchange. No change will come. In fact, I worry that such conversions or conversations could quickly escalate to violence. So anyway, I mean, he says it's a really nice idea, but it's not going to work, and it's fairly stupid. It might get ugly. Yeah. Anyway, we'll hear some uh, direct quotes from... Uh, uh, from Kareem coming up shortly. First, 112. More news lines coming up, too. I can't dissect this pig, Mr. Tingman. It's against my religion. Believe me, Neil, it's no thrill for the pig to touch a Jew, either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ah. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your uh, ride home. Here we go. On News Radio 106. Stand by, stand by. Hello, my name is Janak, the Magnificent, and this portion of our show is brought to you by Pick Up the Pieces. Pick Up the Pieces. How does Robert Durst dispose of a body? And now here's your host, Mr. Charlton Heston. It's so very close, sir. Whiny little snot. Alanis Morissette is working on a musical based on her Jagged Little Pill album. Uh, she's working with a composer, Tom Kitt, who worked on the Green Day Broadway show, American Idiot. It's a fictionalized story, according to Alanis Morissette, changing the lyrics to some of her songs. And she's, oh, goody. Alanis Morissette is writing a self-help book reflecting on her life and the wisdom she's gathered. Alanis Morissette? I, yeah, I want to read about Alanis Morissette's life. Snotty little whiner. Jesus. Christ. I hate her. And everybody she's ever known. Ah, like I am. 120 on News Radio 1067. 844 Well, this whole uh, Starbucks thing has really you know, led to a tremendous number of changes in other people's uh, offerings to make sure we're all more racially inclusive. For example, at Dunkin' Donuts, they have some new offerings on the menu now. Uh, at Dunkin' Donuts, you can actually get a black lattes matter. So again, that, to me, or hey, Holmes hummus. Again, these are all, you don't find that a lot of places. <laughs> or Papa Capagnocino is right there, is one of the <laughs> whole different. The Chitlin Chai. Again, these are, you can't find these a lot of places. 
Well, hell, even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was saying that, you know, he was uh, he was complaining that people are going stupid about this. And then he actually got uh, he got accosted by a child trying to grill him about his stand. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You are, Kareem. I've seen you play. My dad's got season tickets. I think you should go back to your seat now, Joey. Right, Clarence? Oh, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. All right, but just remember, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. Listen to you. I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton in the near up and down the court for 48 minutes. <laughs> you can see he feels very strongly about this whole deal at Starbucks. It's 121 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer, 844 1067. And at 2 o'clock, we're going to open up the lines to give away the uh, tickets to the steeplechase in April. Uh, here in Georgia, at Kingston, Georgia, uh, north on I-75. And we've got an infield pass and a parking pass and all that kind of stuff. It'd be cool. And what we're going to do is, what are we going to do? I forgot. At 2 o'clock, what they're going to do? Joe Pesci. Joe, I do your best Joe Pesci, uh, your Joe, uh, best Joe Pesci imitation. Because it's the 25th anniversary coming up in a couple of days of Goodfellas. And so we're kind of playing some sound bites, which we'll play again here for you shortly, in case you missed it. And a brand new one from Pesci. Do Oh, wait, there's a newsmaker line. See who's on the old uh, newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. It's me, William Shatner, oh, calling. Mr. Shatner, it's an honor. How you doing? What's up? At Priceline.com, now radio hosts can name their own price for a shucky ducky at Sugarloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bring a friend, you know, get out of jail, free card sold separately. <laughs> Gwinnett County, shop, compare, save. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sean Bob can even get it taken off the Drudge Report. You never know, but you I'm William Shatner. <laughs> Well, Kimmer, I've been filling out uh, my NCAA tournament bracket. I'm still doing okay after the play-in round, Kimmer. I, I really? You're doing okay? Unfortunately, Mrs. Shatner is already dead in her pool. Oh! oh. <laughs> She's really blue about it, I tell you that, you know. <laughs> She's the only one who really deserves a T-shirt I can't breathe. I don't know. I just, <laughs> just, just can't thought. breath. That's right, I yeah. She's trying to get a hold of herself as soon as I find the grappling hook. I'll try and help her out because yes, I try to be a good husband. I'm William Shatner. William Shatner. Speaking of the NCAA basketball tournament, yes. why are people picking on this pepperoni tavern, Kim? Well, I don't get it either. Well, it's not like other taverns in Atlanta have clean hands, especially over at Manuel's in the <laughs> kitchen, you know. There's a sign in the men's room that says, employees must wash hands after touching the food. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only tavern I've ever seen where the customers pray after they eat. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, if I could say his name yes. right, let's try this again. All right, sir. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is yes. critical of Starbucks and their new racial yeah. diversity program. Program. Just like when he was critical of the Waffle House. Remember that? Yeah. Well, I forgot yeah, and he, he tried to appease him. By, they tried to appease him by yeah. adding the Kareem wheat to the menu. <laughs> oh, Kareem wheat <laughs> Kareem wheat the buckwheat pancakes. Buckwheat pancakes. Uncle Ben's converted rice. <laughs> Ote. <laughs> they even got rid of the Waffle House slogan, the restaurant for discriminating taste. <laughs> 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 I don't think that's what they meant. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Jabbar, the kitchen's closed. 
Never heard of a three-hour raid at a Waffle House, for God's sake. Yeah, and you're not getting on Augusta National either. How about that? <laughs> anyway. Yes, sir. Speaking of fellow spouse snuppers. Yeah. <laughs> this Robert Durst guy is going to yeah. be portrayed in a movie by my old friend Bobby De Niro. Really? Wow, I didn't hear that. I chopped him up a little bit. That was all. Just a little, the little bit. The whole bit. He was in little bits. <laughs> he was in little tiny bits. I swear to God, he was. He was. Look at me, huh? Great. Thank you so much. You think Brett the truck driver's funny, funny how what's funny about him? He never made me laugh one time. Like he's a clown. He's here to freaking amuse you or something. I'm going to come down to the bank tomorrow and see if you don't want my freaking money. I'm going to crack your head freaking wide open because that's the kind of guy I am. That's what I do, and we know what you do, Charlie. You screw people out of their money. <laughs> okay, then. Hey, go till three. It's fine with me. Get <laughs> <laughs> this to your head, you mother lover. You, you only exist out here. You told me I could come to Las Vegas. I'm what matters out here. Nikki, we're bringing down so much heat on me. You know, I have to explain this thing to the people back home. And what the heck are you doing on television anyway? <laughs> I think we've set a record. It's a personal Kimber Show record. <laughs> Thank you so much, boys. I had a private doctor look at Ginger. They gave her a hot dose. They did. A hot dose. Hot dose. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Look out. Oh, mercy. It's only the Kimmer. The final 844-404-1067. I tell you what, Jennifer, can you hold? I've only got a few seconds for the traffic break, and we'll get, I want to give you all the time you'd like talking about Putty and uh, Netanyahu and those guys. Uh, but, oh, by the way, I have another Kimmer tip for you today. Uh, it's kind of a rainy day. Sometimes your, your schedule gets a little messed up and so forth, especially if you're having trouble sleeping at night or maybe get those uh, summer cold and spring colds and so forth. For, for example, here's a little Kimmer tip. If you have a bad cough, if you have a really bad cough, Take a large dose of laxatives. You'll be afraid to cough. I promise you that will end your entire coughing spell. All right. Aren't you glad you waited? I'm sure Jennifer will be holding on with great anticipation right Doggy. through the news. <laughs> 127 on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Andy Rooney. Do you ever wonder why anybody would listen to a replay of the Kimmer, much less the real show? No, seriously, be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 for The Kimmer, right here on News Radio 106.7. This is Tom Brokaw, and this portion of The Kimmer Show is brought to you by troubled alcoholic Liza Minnelli. (laughs) Back in rehab and not a moment too soon, last week a mosquito bit Liza Minnelli and then flew into a wall. It then (laughs) flew into a (laughs) wall. wall. Anyway, here's your host, Kim Peterson. (laughs) Look out! It's only me. 135. News Radio 1067 on your rainy Thursday. Haley Williams. She's a paramour singer, and she's advertising a new company every time she turns her head. Haley Williams is starting her own hair dye line. She's been working on it for four years, but underestimated the workload, so she isn't ready to launch it yet. Well, Wait a minute. To color your hair? How long does it take to learn how to color your hair? I don't know. It really seems to be that much of a big deal, but you know, I could be wrong. 
All right, uh, historical note, and we got a bunch of things to do for you. you can go right back to Jennifer, too, with our great appreciation for holding. In 1687, French explorer René Robert Cavalier, Sieur de La Salle, became the first European to navigate the length of the Mississippi River in 1687. And when he got to Texas, he was murdered by mutineers. So that's an unfortunate ending. Uh, <laughs> a little heartbreaker there. <laughs> mutineers ate him in uh, Mississippi. I don't know why. All right, 136 News Radio 1067. 844 1067. Putty Tat has not yet offered any sort of congratulations to Bibi Netanyahu winning in Israel. Other people are a little upset about it. We'll talk about that some more. First, let me get to Jennifer, News Radio 1067. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you for your patience. Appreciate what's going on. No problem, Cameron. Good to be on the radio with you. Thank you, sweetie. Yes. Um, I will let you know that I had quite an experience the other night. I was at uh, Jimmy Max, which is kind of a hole in the wall bar. Uh-huh. So I was sitting between. There's me yeah. from up north, the Yankee. Yeah. Then they had, I had a staunch Republican next to me, and then I had a quote unquote rebel on the other side of me. Okay. So. Oh, it was what an experience. <laughs> what happened? We Well, we started talking about you, actually. And um, <laughs> what came up was I said, I just can't stand it when he calls the commander in chief, President Putty Tat. You know, but that's your God given right as an American citizen to say that, you know, because um, my. Um, I'm swirly, first of all. My dad looks like Obama. My mom's from England. So I have all sides of the story. Wow, here. I guess you do. <laughs> yes, I do. And um, my only thing is, as how, how does that make you feel as, like, calling him President Putin as the commander-in-chief? Because my uh, father-in-law, who is a staunch Republican, uh-huh. um, and he loves his Buddhist liberal daughter-in-law, and um, whenever I, he never says that, because he fought in Vietnam, and yeah. he tells us all about it, and yeah. all about how they had to sneak back in, and all that stuff, and he hates Obama, yeah. he hates him, he hates him with passion, but he never says anything, because he's like, that's the commander-in-chief, Right. that is the commander-in-chief, so I just wanted to know, like, what, you know, what's behind that? Well, I, I, frankly, I, I, I will tell you, well, I, it started because, actually it started because of uh, the Marine Tamaresi was caught down in Mexico and, and trapped and tortured and beaten and ridiculed mm-hmm. and uh, stood up naked uh, on a, tied to a bunk and stuff for, you know, for eight months or whatever it was. And Putty Tat mm-hmm. never even mentioned his name, never said a word. When he talked to the president of Mexico, the subject never came up of getting him back. If I'd have been president, I'd have gone down there to get him. Uh, secondly, I would want someone to get secondly, too, yeah. <laughs> when he shows up at the podium hugging Bo Bergdahl's parents, uh, calling, the, you know, saying, well, we need to get your little boy back home because he's an American. And, and his spokesman is saying we need to get this warrior, war hero back home again and so on and so forth. And then he traded him for five Taliban mass murder killers. Uh, mm. I mean, it goes it goes on and on and on. The mm-hmm. Fast and Furious mm-hmm. gun control. Uh, oh, he said, and the, he, the latest he has, thing with the drunken incident crashing into a... Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's just, you know, it's one thing after another. And frankly, I think he's, as, as a commander-in-chief, he's an embarrassment. The man is a conscientious objector. He is not a okay. warrior. He is not... You know, when, when, they, when, when the ISIS people burned alive uh, 23 oh. or whatever it was, uh, or when they burned alive the pilot in the cage... Uh, yeah. From Syria, was it Syrian pilot? Jordan, uh, Jordan a Jordan, Jordanian pilot. When they Jordanian, burned him in cage, yeah. the president of Jordan, who's also a warrior, put on his uniform and went back to his war machine to try to drop bombs on ISIS. Putitat went to the golf course. So, yeah. I mean, he's a disgrace. I, I, okay. As a commander in chief military man, he's a disgrace. And, uh, yeah. and if he, now, to be sure, if he. If he called me and said, I'm the commander-in-chief and I want you, Kim Peterson, uh, on behalf of your country to go do <laughs> this, this, and this, I'd do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would do yeah. it. But if you're okay. asking me to uh, show respect for him as a commander in chief, I can't. I don't have any, and I'm not going to be fake about it. I just, he's a disaster yeah. and a disgrace and a freaking conscientious objector, and that's the last thing we need given what's going on since 9 11. I mean, his foreign exactly. policy is a disaster. And he's, and for the record, he's, and I'll stop talking, he's also said, uh, he has actually been quoted as saying, we've all heard it before, that whenever he hears the Muslim call to prayer, he gets all excited and emotional and makes him almost want to cry. He has never said that about the Star Spangled Banner. I understand. You know what? You sound like that was what the rebel was saying. Yeah. So yeah. are you, so you <laughs> well, like a rebel I'm kind of a rebel. Guy. I've been called a lot worse than that. Look, Jennifer, I'm so glad you held. Thanks for calling. I'm glad you, although, you know, why you would want to talk about me in a bar? <laughs> I think it'd be the last yeah. subject that would come up, but I'm flattered. I mean, it's that's good. All right. It's 140 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 Oh, this is funny. And I didn't get it at first, but if you're, and now John Boy got it immediately. Uh, C SPAN was doing some broadcasting the uh, Tuesday, uh, an episode of the Washington Journal to weigh in on how much influence Congress have in, in the uh, negotiations with Iran. But a caller called in on C-SPAN and called himself Jack Strickland, more focused on the 90s and the, uh, well, a certain TV series. See if you can tell what happened. And the uh, the, ES, or the uh, C-SPAN people were interviewing this guy on the radio. Around negotiations, how much influence that uh, should Congress have on uh, this process? Los Angeles, California, Republican line. Here is Jack. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, good morning. Uh, I'm Jack Strickland. I just want to make it clear, first of all, I'm calling from Bel Air, California, but I am originally from Philadelphia, specifically West Philadelphia. Uh, but anyway, Which, by the way, is in the opening theme song of this particular thing. I was actually discussing this issue with a friend of mine recently while I was in Philly. It occurred on the basketball court. Uh, at some point during the conversation, a couple of guys who were up to no good essentially started causing trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Uh, again, for the first 45 minutes, there are negotiations. How much? He cut him off. But he was doing Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was, he was doing the song from this opening dialogue and song. And stuff. Fresh Prince of Bel Air on C-SPAN. And the guy was going, oh. And then finally someone said, you idiot, he's doing Fresh Prince of Bel Air on your TV show. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like the guys who go Baba Louie on, on CBS News or something. It's up. Anyway, it's 142. Do you like chili? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really hot chili. Really hot chili. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Uh, on news Radio 1067. Indeed. Here we go. This is Charles Barkley, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by the Ole Miss Rebels, oh. who advanced in the NCAA basketball tournament. Yes, Man, there's a first. The words Ole Miss and advance in the same <laughs> sentence. Anyway, here your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out. Here we go. No. Yeah, 150 on News Radio 1067. At 2 o'clock, we'll open up the lines. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. And if you would like to win the steeplechase tickets, the package with the reserved parking spot and six infield tickets, Saturday, April 18th, the steeplechase. I will have you do your best Joe Pesci line or imitation or something because it's an anniversary, 25th anniversary of Goodfellas coming up here shortly. They're all going to meet at the Trifecta Film Festival in New York and have a little fun. Jerry Garcia is going to be subject of the Donnelly auctions coming up in April in Union, Illinois. This, Among other options for auction are the last book Jerry Garcia ever read. 
It was the Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield, complete with uh, Garcia's handwritten notes and also menu selections from a nearby cafe. Garcia, Jerry Garcia read it while he was in rehab the week before he died. They're auctioning off that book. They expect twenty-five grand for it. They're also selling Jerry Garcia's Colt twenty-five pistol. Uh, could get thirty grand. Other items include furniture and the rug from the Grateful Dead's office. Drummer Mickey Hart's laminate from the Grateful Dead's Egypt concert in 1978. And a Grateful Dead shaving kit presented to Jerry Garcia with a notation, unused, obviously. <laughs> the auction is next month. <laughs> so there you go. All right, I got it. It's only me, 151 on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. 844 1067. Putty Tad hasn't talked yet to BB Netanyahu, and he may not for a while, but there are a lot of folks upset about that. In fact, if you haven't heard from one, maybe presidential candidate Marco Rubio says this guy's nuts. This president has threatened that through its per- his personal animus towards the, the prime minister. And, and I think that's deeply unfortunate and troubling. And I have no idea why he is more willing to speak to the Iranians and show more respect for Iran than he is willing to show respect for our strong ally in Israel. That's what it amounts to. He shows more respect when the president of Egypt got reelected. He called him that day. Anyway, a lot of folks upset about it, but apparently not uh, your president. Also, what do you think about this? You know who Stephen A. Smith is? John Boyino, he's a commentator. He's a black commentator. He is a uh, a columnist. He's on TV all the time as a guest uh, host and commentator. And he's very very well known in the sports community. He's uh, what, Pete. What would you call him? A rabble rouser, troublemaker. He, he used controversial. to be. Now he's more. He thinks he's a pundit more. Yeah, now. he's he's kind of taken on the role as though he's sort of a senior uh, literate statesman of some kind. Well, Stephen A. Smith says for one election, every black person should vote Republican. At least one election, every black voter should vote Republican. He says, I dream that for one election, every black person in America vote Republican because from what I've read, uh, Barry Goldwater was against Lyndon Johnson, Goldwater Republican candidate, completely against the civil rights movement, Lyndon Johnson in favor of it. So what happens is he wins, Barry Goldwater loses, but there was a Senate Republican Senate pushed the votes to the president's desk. So the Democrats who were against civil rights But because Lyndon Johnson was a Democrat, black America assumed the Democrats were for it. He says black folks are in America telling one party, we don't care about you. We're telling the other party, you've got our vote. Therefore, you're labeling yourself disenfranchised from one whole party. And they have you under their thumb. He says another party will never know your interests until you get them in office. A little convoluted, but interesting. I mean, try it. I think we should try it. All, all, all the Kimmer's brothers should be trying that the next election. Hey, wait, there's the Newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? Hey, it's Charlton Heston. Well, Mr. Heston, the yes. Atlanta public school cheating trial is underway, according to your newscast. <laughs> yes, sir. Has Curry. that Beverly woman testified yet? I mean, <laughs> no, 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 if she doesn't show up, Mr. Heston, they might <laughs> hold her in contempt. I'm worried. <laughs> no, I wouldn't worry about it too much, sir. Oh, okay. He's going to be busy for a while, <laughs> like eternity. Well, Bull Bergdahl, yeah. the deserter Taliban joining POW. Yes, forgive sir. me, POS is actually. <laughs> but, <laughs> it looks like he's going to get off easy, which means yeah. he must have never had prostate. What was I talking <laughs> no, about? No, he was uh, the military, the uh, <laughs> oh, deserter. Okay. Yeah, apparently our old friend Putty Tad. Are we still allowed to say Putty Tad? <laughs> yes, sir, we are. Yes, sir. He's trying to sweep the whole Bergdahl mess yeah. under the rug. Under the rug, yeah. Do you think there's really room under Josh Ernest's hairpiece for all of that? I mean, 
<laughs> I wanted to talk. That thing I wore in the Colby's looked like a God blessed end table. <laughs> <laughs> I've written a new Starbucks racial unity song. Would you like oh, to hear I would it? Very much. Starbucks racial the unity. The coffee's black. The cream is white. Only Starbucks knows what's right. Howard Schultz, what a putz. Like Lance Armstrong, he's half nuts. The guy is half nuts. That's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> Try to work on it. Kind of goofy. Now it's time. Oh yes, sir. We're visiting from the east. The amazing Charnak. The magnificent. The magnificent. The answer is racism in the Rock 100 Morning Show. Racism in the Rock 100 Morning Show. Name two things that are no laughing matter. There's nothing to be laughed at, believe no, me. They like to rip the giver, though, so, you know. <laughs> Georgia State's getting killed so bad, they're the official basketball team of the Rock 100 Morning Show, yeah. The answer is the Mayo Clinic. The Mayo Clinic. Where does Nancy Grace go when she wants to get off of Mayo? <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the last envelope. Oh, thank God, that. finally. May your only son join the backup team for the Clay Aiken Band. (laughs) (laughs) Chopper 2. Chopper 2. What does Robert Durst do after he kills his wife? Oh, he chops her. Chops her. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. You know the difference between Liza Minnelli and Jane Fonda? Liza Minnelli and Jane Fonda. I don't know the difference. Well, apparently Liza needs to dry out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what that means. I I only know that Ted Turner referred to his marriage as Death Valley (laughs) Days. He's going to lie there. <laughs> Thank you so much. 157. Give away the tickets next. Mercy. It's News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Man, that Kimmer guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place. The Kimmer has never been outspoken. Well, no I... one has ever been able to. <laughs> the Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Radio All 1067. Right, look, out look out, here we go. All right, we're opening up the lines, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067, for steeplechase tickets for next month. April 18th, steeplechase, North Georgia, just north of Cartersville. Cartersville and I-75, the home of the great new name for my Harley shop up there, Southern Devil Harley Davidson. Yeah, boy, in Cartersville. This up in Kingston is the uh, Atlanta steeplechase, Saturday, April 18th. I have a back uh, uh, reserve parking spot, and six infield tickets to give away. And yeah, we're doing our, you give your best Joe Pesci impersonation or a line or something like that to make us amused because it's the 25th anniversary of Goodfellas coming up too. This, by the way, in 1958 was released by Link Ray. It's called Rumble. It's an instrumental and it's later been credited with being the first heavy metal rock song. In 1958. Uh, I I wouldn't define it as heavy metal, but 
It's all guitars, I suppose. That's anyway. All right, look out. Uh, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We have some folks who are getting on board here, and we'll get all the calls up, and then we'll give away these tickets. Uh, a few things. Uh, speaking of television, a couple other television-type things in the news. Uh, John Boy, this is before your time, but Pete, you remember the gong show. Oh, yeah. You ever heard of the gong show, John Boy? No. The gong show was very bizarre, very, very bizarre. It was where they had a panel of goofy Hollywood celebrity-type, uh, you know, nut, nut jobs, goofy people. And the contestants would come on, and there was a big gong, and when the contest, it was a talent show. And the contestants would come on and tell jokes or sing or whatever. And when the panel got so sick, sick and tired of them because they're so bad, it was, worse, it was the worst thing you've ever heard. It was so bad, worse than, uh, you know, America's Got Talent or any of those shows. It was the first one. It was making fun of people who couldn't sing at all. And somebody would get up and bang the gong, this huge, like, 10-foot round circle gong, and they'd haul him off the stage. And it was just called the gong show. It was just silly and stupid. Well, one of the characters on there was a guy named Eugene Patton, who was called Gene Gene the Dancing Machine. <laughs> and he would do these goofy dancing things until they hit the gong and off he'd go. Anyway, he's dead now. He died uh, from a diabetes. He was a stagehand at NBC and then used as a dancer to kill time on the gong show because they, you know, it was real loose. And you know, half of them were hammered the whole time anyhow. Uh, and Gene Gene the Dancing Machine has passed away. It doesn't say how old he was, but he, he had to be probably 60 or 70 because it was 40 years ago when he was doing the show. Anyway, all right, 844-404-1067. Let's take a couple of these calls here. How about Mark on News Radio 1067? Hello, Mark. Hey, how you doing? It's Joe Pesci. What's up? <laughs> hey, Mark, what's happening? Hey, what are you doing? You mind my, my, my making me laugh or something? Am I, am, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I a clown to you? What the, <laughs> what the crack? Keep, right, it hold it, Keep it up. Hold on, Mark. We'll put you on hold. Wait, wait a like second. Bugs Bunny yeah, and Pug. Yeah, that's all, folks. Uh, here's uh, Kathy. Oh, we just lost Kathy. Oh, no. Okay, well, we'll take George here on News Radio 1067 uh, on the Kibber Show. Hey, George, welcome aboard, sir. Jim, I understand you want Joe Pesci to call. Uh, <laughs> this is him. What do you think I am? Some kind of a clown? You want to take a ride in my car or what? Huh? <laughs> Knock off uh, this stuff about getting Joe Pesci to call, huh? I'm getting a lot of uh, static here, huh? <laughs> That's very good, George. Uh, in fact, well, what do you say, boys? So we, we we're having some line drop. We know we, our transmitter's still messed up. I I should. I'm, if you well, you know that if you can't hear us very well <laughs> from the outlying areas. Uh, we're still having transmitter issues, but the engineers are working. I mean, obviously, they're trying to get it corrected. Something's up. but uh, So if you're having trouble hearing us. And also, our phone lines occasionally have a problem. Right, let's, let's, uh, we're running out of time. Let's put between these two. George. George. All right, let's see. But, George, uh, congratulations. You've won the tickets on uh, News Radio 1067, the George Pesci. Hey, nice going, George. I uh, hope you have fun up at the steeplechase, my friend. Thanks, brother. All right, buddy. I'll put you on hold here. Don't go away. And uh, Mark, good try. You were, you were excellent, but we had to give it to somebody. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It is only the Kimmer. Uh, yeah, in fact, here's uh, here's Joe Pesci. Funny how. I mean, what's funny about it? <laughs> Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. Oh, oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? Right. Funny how. What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny, <laughs> You mean, so? I mean, I understand this, because you know, maybe it's me, I'm a little <laughs> up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to <laughs> amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? Just, you know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Get out of here, Tommy. <laughs> I almost had him. I almost had him. <laughs> yeah, Joe Pesci. 
And, and very little difference between the, his role in Goodfellas and his role in Casino. Really? I mean, it was and 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 Bob De Niro too. Basically, same thing, but pretty cool. Anyway, um, it's on the camera, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Ten after two is our time, kind of rainy and crummy. But uh, we have we can rejoice because Starbucks is trying to make us all get along a little bit better. And, for example, they're now having an effect because of their, you know, their baristas writing racial slogans on coffee cups and so forth and talking about the issue. Uh, other companies are following suit. For example, honey-baked ham stores. Uh, We just got a tweet. Honey-baked ham stores are sponsoring a symposium this weekend called This Little Piggy is Jewish, but ham hocks are for everybody. Now, see, that to me, who wouldn't want to go to that? Uh, Lord and Taylor holding a forum on cultural relations called Lord and Taylor, Allah and Taylor. What's the difference? You know, I mean, why be critical? How about the Waffle House? The Waffle House is changing its menus to be more inclusive especially for Arabs who are feeling a bit cranky before they order. So at the Waffle House now, if you feel awful, try our waffle falafel, because you can't feel awful with our falafel waffle. <laughs> See, it's the Waffle House way of, <laughs> the waffle house way of getting people to get along together. <laughs> Here on the old uh, camera program. <laughs> and more news lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And songs, we got it all, including your traffic update, too, at 2.12. Oh, yeah, we got and a traffic update. News Radio 106.7. Oh, go, But the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Judge Smales. <laughs> Judge. And now here's your host. <laughs> hey, Whitey. A man who can't wait to get back on the golf course. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll have tons of free time in about a week. <laughs> yes, I have heard something. Hey, <laughs> here he is, Kim Peterson. <laughs> uh, Pookie, will you loof on my stretch marks? <laughs> 218. It's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Yes, we have news break lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, comments on uh, putty tat care and more. But first, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Well, right now, you want to know the score, right? Well, now, what's the score? It's 3-1, to one, Braves over the Marlins in the fourth inning. Down now you're talking, right? There you now. Go. We are your FM home of the Atlanta Braves. Yes, we are. Uh, your first place but shorthanded Atlanta Hawks lose to Golden State 114-95. to Since it was not the playoffs, I refuse to care all that much. Yes. See you in the finals, Thank Warriors. You. Uh, NCAA tourney really gets kicking today. Right now, we got a cl- we got a lot of close ones. Notre Dame has a two point lead over Northeastern with two seconds left. Whoa, two seconds left. Let's see. UAB is now tied with Iowa State with six minutes to go in the first uh, half. We got uh, Baylor and the best team that public broadcasting can buy. <laughs> Georgia <tied> State <laughs> at twenty six all there. Yes. And uh Texas Southern is getting spanked thirteen to two by Arizona. The Gila Monsters are winning right now. It's with fifteen minutes to go in the first period. <laughs> there you go. So there, we got that Thank going you. for us, which is nice. Later Ole Miss against the Musketeers, Harvard against UNC, LSU versus NC State, Hampton against Kentucky, and the Terriers take on Arkansas, just some of the games later on. Former Rebel star Marshall Henderson now playing professional basketball in Baghdad. Baghdad has a professional yeah. basketball team? Says he hears gunshots from time to time, and working electricity is sometimes a challenge, but enough about the time he spent in New York City. Oh, hey! <laughs> Thank you! Oh. And it's the same old outspoken Marshall Henderson. He's taken to wearing T-shirts with the USA emblem on the front, and on the back it reads, 
back-to-back World War champs. Oh, jeez. Bet that goes over well in Iraq. <laughs> they love that in Baghdad. <laughs> By the way, he's making $10,000 a month. A month. A well, month. And, I'll take it, but I don't yeah. think he'd be very happy as an NBA-type player. <laughs> yeah, it says it's easy to avoid drugs and alcohol while he's over there. I'll, be- I'll believe that. Uh, it could be a whole new rehab trend. Yeah. Barry Hussein Obama <laughs> likes to fill out his tournament bracket. One name he doesn't ever have to worry about these days is Oregon State, mainly because the Beavers haven't sniffed the dance in over six years. Now, you may ask why. Why not? Because their coach was Mushell's brother, Craig Robinson. Uh-oh. Hired in 2008. Oh, why? In 2008. 2008. What was the, what, what happened happen? in 2008? Mm. Uh, Craig was relieved of his duties last year. Oh, well, after the election, <laughs> I said, you know. Duty. I, <laughs> duty. Nice beaver. <laughs> Not really. Thank you. Yeah, I let just me. had it stuck. Let me help you with that. Uh, they never made it to the NIT during his tenure. Yeah. How bad did it get? Robinson was holding open tryouts to fill his roster at a Pac-10 school. Oh, he couldn't man. recruit. The Beavers have another coach now. His name is Wayne. Wayne? No Wayne, offense. Wayne Tinkle. Oh, now, just a minute. You're making that up. I'm not Wayne Tinkle. So what happened to the worst coach in college history? Mushell's brother landed on his feet as an analyst for ESPN, of course. Oh, well. Yeah, and guess what? He's up for the open Holy Cross job. They're thinking about hiring this guy again. Oh, man. And Syracuse over Griffin Fuhrer Jim Beheim appealing what he calls unduly harsh penalties for his team cheating all these years. Unduly harsh, he says. Yeah, you should have been fired, you out. And he says he's going to stick around another three years or something if he you know, doesn't want to you leave right away. Because he's got probably the best recruiting class in America coming in next year. Oh, uh, to get one more thing. championship. They should have fired. Goes. They fired yeah. the AD who had really, I mean, right. what was he? And remember, he Beheim was the guy who made all those comments about the other, the, wasn't it him about the assistant coach who got fired because of... Well, he uh, was defending the coach who got fired because he was charged with pedophilia. Yeah, but he defended the out. coach by blasting the student, saying that student made is a ma- yeah. and lied. Remember that? He said that guy made it up. He was a liar. Yeah, it turned out to be not much to it, at least as far as uh, Yeah, but he, I mean, he stuff, did everything but, wrong in that whole case. Yeah. He was I agree. Wrong I, every I never liked Bay yeah. Never did. Uh, Falcons have re-signed defensive lineman, reality show hanger-on Croy Beerman. There's the big move. <laughs> Dallas signed free agent defensive end Greg Hardy. Not all Cowboys fans are happy former voice of the cowpokes dale hansen among them but the reality is if hardy knocks on your front door to take your daughter out for a night on the town the man you cheer now you would shoot his ass through the glass wow yeah that's strong stuff well because hardy was convicted of by a judge by a judge of beating up his wife girlfriend, girlfriend. fiance whatever but it was overturned on appeal, or there was some reason that he hasn't been going to jail because it's well, still it, out there. He, he asked for a jury trial, yeah. and the woman didn't show up, so they dismissed the, the charges. Right. But he, he was convicted. He he was convicted as a beater. Yeah. And now your World Cup of Cricket update. All right, sir. The India once-a-year monsoon bathers. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> once-a-year monsoon bathers? Beat the Bangladesh Cyclone survivors. Oh. Tonight, the Pakistan double-hump camel catchers. <laughs> not single-hump, double-hump. No, double take on the Australian dingo baby-snatching Greg Norman chokers. <laughs> <laughs> dingo ate your baby. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Holy crap, it's sports. All right, 223. What's that? We got a final. Uh-oh. The Irish have beaten Northeastern by four points. Oh, boy. Well, there goes my bracket. 224, News Radio 1067. How about a newsmaker line? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. You're a real diaper, Danny. This is Dick Vitalco, you know? Hey, Dick, for the sweet Now that you've got undergarments you can depend on, baby. Oh, thank you, Dick. (laughs) Well, 
I wanted to congratulate <laughs> Pete Davis and his old Miss Rebels. Oh, that's who right. Who advanced yesterday in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they advanced, yeah. There's a first using the words <laughs> Ole Miss and advance in the same sentence, baby. <laughs> I mean, Ole Miss academics is like Kim show promotion. It's a contradiction in terms. <laughs> you know, it was a tough loss for the Cougars when Ole Miss came back from 17 down, Kimmer. 17 down, yeah. I mean, those Mormon fans must have damn near up. Uh, well, let's put it this way. Thank God they've got those magic underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been a stain on another, <laughs> another ugly record for <laughs> Thank God those BYU fans had seven or eight wives there to console them, baby. <laughs> That's right, sir. You mean people have asked if I got a sleeper pick in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, sleeper well, pick. Well, I've got my eye on the University of Georgia. I hope Coach Fox returns it soon. I look. <laughs> Your eye is good. <laughs> Thank you. I look kind of like Gus Fring walking around with an empty socket, baby. <laughs> oh, Did you see my new commercial for Lens Crafters? No, I missed that one. What I'm you? Dick Vitale, and I got my glasses in half an hour. Sandy Duncan and I, we went Dutch treat. It was great, no, baby. She's blind in one eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, give him my eye adores you. <laughs> oh, Dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> and yet Larry Wax is a real PTPer, Kimmer. Uh, what, what now? A PTPer. What do you mean, sir? Not a primetime player, a <laughs> part time pizza delivery. I understand Liza Minnelli's back in rehab, Yeah, baby. rehab, rehab. Yeah. I mean, it's no surprise to me, Dick Vitale. Really? This woman has spent more time in Betty Ford than Gerald spent in the White House, baby. And I'm probably going to be finished that one. Brought that right around the old ending there. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. <laughs> yeah, we got more news for last between now and 3 o'clock, too, of the Old Giver Program. 226. Happy story in uh, South Carolina. Uh, Kevin the Orange Tabby Cat disappeared two years ago. Well, he's going back home after he turned up hidden in a U-Haul trailer in Riverside, California, two years later. How he survived two years and how he got there, nobody knows. But a microchip implanted in the kitty showed his owner was in South Carolina and the cat ended up in a U-Haul trailer hidden away in the siding part of it or something. Two years after he disappeared, they found him. Wow. <laughs> 227 on News Radio 1067. This is Donald Trump, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. It's great. It's huge. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. I mean, to hell with The Kimmer. You don't want to miss a call from me. This is James Carville. <laughs> now here's your host, a man who once said that Bill Clinton will go down in history yeah. as the president after Bush. Yeah. And I don't even know what that means. <laughs> here he is, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 234 on News Radio 1067. Here's the number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Rhode Island's Governor Gina Raimondo is proposing a Taylor Swift tax. She wants a luxury tax on second homes in Rhode Island worth more than a million dollars. She wants to raise 12 million for the state property tax treasury. Taxing second homes worth more than a million. Well, Taylor Swift owns a huge beachfront mansion in Westerly, Rhode Island, probably worth $20 million. 
So she would definitely get hit with that tax, and uh, some of her opponents are saying, you idiot, if you start raising taxes on people get making second homes, they're going to stop making second homes. <laughs> they're not going to pick somewhere else, you dummy. <laughs> hey, I know, let's tax everybody till they stop coming here. Okay, that's smart. You idiots. <laughs> Anyways, only me. 235 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 Putty Tat has not and won't for several days congratulate Bibi Netanyahu in Israel for his election victory. And there's a Republican congresswoman from Florida named Ileana Ross Lettinen who is a little upset about that. Grudge. It doesn't really pass on to what is happening in the House and in the Senate. The Senate is investigating this organization called One Voice, where what, what a coincidence. A lot of Obama's political operatives have been involved in an anyone but Bibi campaign in Israel, trying to bring down uh, the turnout and make sure that Bibi does not win. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. And, uh, well, there's even more reaction from the typical people you would hear from. And Putty Tat is completely ignoring it. In fact, he, he was bragging last night at a, it was a, a roundtable Cleveland, Ohio uh, public forum of some kind. And Putty Tat is actually bragging, bragging about the success of Putty Tat Care. It was one thing for them to argue against Obamacare before it was put care. in place. Every prediction they've made about it turned out to be wrong. So it's working better than even I expected. Oh, oh. Well, just some folks, just some folks, some individual activists, just some folks. <laughs> and then there's the Donald. Boy, get ready for Donald Trump running for president. I'm very serious. I've been very serious. I see what's going on with the country. The country's in serious trouble. A lot of people would say it's going to hell. Is it serious? There are only bad decisions being made. We make no good decisions. We have no victories. When was the last time you've heard about something good that happened? That something has to be done with respect to the country, or we're not going to have a country left anymore. I have not done this before. Uh, I've looked at running a couple of times, but frankly, I love my business. I love what I've done. I built a great business. <laughs> I built a phenomenal business among the best assets of anybody, very little debt, and that's really what this country needs. <laughs> my God. And he, when he calls the Fox Drippy Lipper Girls in the morning or the other Fox News programs, he he has nothing to say other than I. Everybody knows it's wrong. I know it's wrong, and everybody knows that I'm right about this. And it's just oh my god! And he may actually run. Oh, you know what's going to happen? Well, it's two thirty-seven. Let's see. Hey, there's a newsmaker. I know she's on the old newsmaker. I know. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kelly. <laughs> All right, for the president, she's going to be great. It's going to be huge. I don't want you disparaging it, or I'll sue you. This is Donald Trump. <laughs> the Donald, how's it going? I got the greatest lawyers. <laughs> I'm gearing up for a run for the White House. I don't care what people say. Yes, sir. I figure if I can gain 50 more pounds, I can be my own running mate. I think it'll be great. <laughs> Another lady, I'll apply for statehood and receive 14 electoral votes. I'm on my way. <laughs> Irrigate. I'm so angry, Kimmer. People yeah. like you, all the skeptics yeah. out there, yeah. aren't taking my presidential aspiration seriously. Seriously, really? I mean, it's not like I've ever gone back on my word before. Name one time, you know? <laughs> well, well, we only have till three. Uh, other than those 40 or 50 <laughs> bankruptcy filings, the half dozen broken wedding vows, the <laughs> 700 promises to release Obama's college transcripts. I mean, other than that, Kimmer. <laughs> yeah. I, Donald Trump, I'm a pretty stand-up guy. Thank goodness for Seattle, and I don't even know what that means. I Two inches taller. Anyway, yes, sir. 
Turns out we may have, you know, been wrong about the pepperoni taverns bust. Did you see the guys that were there? That's not your average March Madness pool camera. They really? were really? guns, cocaine, people with rap sheets, one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars in cash. Wow. Still, the owner of Pepperoni's Tavern yep. is claiming innocence, Kimmer. Oh, sure. You know, I... I yeah, innocence? cover me on this one, John Boy, please. <laughs> yes, the owner... This is going to be a great joke. It's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> the owner of Pepperoni's Tavern said, quote, yeah. gambling is illegal in Pepperoni's. Would you like a slice? <laughs> he said, would you... <laughs> I, 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 gambling is illegal in Pepperoni's, <laughs> and I never slice. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> okay, you can owe me. I owe you nothing. Grant, you owe me. I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> you scratched my acre. <laughs> Thank you. One more thing, you know, I weighed in on the Starbucks thing this morning on Fox and Friends. Yes, sir. Uh, I think they're taking this racial diversity thing a bit too far, Cameron. Well, what do you mean, they don't? Well, who the hell ever heard of a rent-to-own coffee grinder? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'd like a grande grape and a payday loan. <laughs> grape soda grande is that? <laughs> Can you catch my paycheck? <laughs> Gee. <laughs> I've never call or heard of a barista called G before. Yeah, what up, G? Little tip from Donald Trump. You need to be careful ordering a frappuccino over there at the Greenbrier Mall Starbucks. What do you mean, sir? Well, over there, the phrase getting iced kind of takes on a whole completely <laughs> different. It's great to be on the show. The he Donald said, gambling is illegal, illegal. at the tavern. Would you like a slice? I never slice. Here. <laughs> the joke was great. It was your it was it was best was joke ever. Was, Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Thank you, the Donald. 241 is only the Kimmer News Radio 1067. Yeah, Starbucks, they've started a whole thing now. In fact, a lot of, I don't know whether you heard, but uh, some of the new cultural examples of bringing us all together at other businesses, including a jo- a Dunkin' Donuts has a new menu offering. Uh, Badonka Donk on a Biscuit. Was one of their... <laughs> Baby Got Back Biscotti. Again, these are <laughs> hands up. That'll be $7. <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs> Black Lattes Matter. Again, these are just... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. 241 is our time. Uh, we'll have more news lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, some uh, Darwin Awards, in case you missed them as well. And uh, maybe another thought for the day a tip from the Kimmer. You only need two tools in life WD 40 and duct tape. If it doesn't move and should, use the WD 40. <laughs> If it shouldn't move and does, use the duct tape. <laughs> and it's thought for the day, some people are like slinkies. They're not really good for anything, but they bring a smile to your face when they're pushed down the stairs. So again, these are just two little Kimmer tidbits. <laughs> 242 on News Radio. Raisin Toast. Uh, News Radio 1067. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is your formerly alive <laughs> announcer, Don Pardo. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is yeah. brought to you by mm-hmm. Starbucks Racial Diversity. Oh. So back into a parking space and visit a Starbucks <laughs> today. And now here's your host, yes. Kim Peterson. Thank this you is so my much. heartbeat song and I'm gonna play. Yes, and it's true. I did put a little Kimmer's 
anal parking video on my Gimmer Show Facebook page. Oh, Pete did it because I don't know. Uh, but it's showing, you know, be considerate when you're pulling into a parking spot that gives you an opportunity to leave space for the guy next to you. Do it. Don't, don't, I mean, don't crowd the line if there's a car next to you, obviously, but you'll see if they're at a corner spot, take advantage of the opportunity to make sure your car and the next guy doesn't get hit. Leave space for the door. Come on. I mean, God, don't you hate it when somebody blocks the space and they don't have to? Anyway, this is uh, Kelly Clarkson with a heartbeat song. Paul McCartney's going to introduce and welcome Ringo Starr to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. By himself. By himself he's not. But still, that's kind of strange. And also, uh, for example, uh, Bill Withers is being inducted by Stevie Wonder. Lou Reed's being inducted by Patti Smith. John Mayer in- will introduce Stevie Ray Vaughan, or induct him, rather. Uh, let's see. Uh, Peter Wolf of the Jay Giles Band will introduce... Paul Butterfield Blues Band. Never heard of them. They're going in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Have you ever heard of the Paul Butterfield Blues Band? Yeah, not at all. They just got elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We were at the Woodstock, I think. <laughs> well, that was 40 years ago. What have they done since? I don't know. Is that gift <laughs> in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? God. Um, and Dave Grohl will perform for Joan Jett's induction. I didn't know Joan okay. Jett wasn't in there either. Anyway, uh, just a little stuff there. All right, hold on, 251. Hey, wait a minute. There's a special live, a light, a late live edition of the old uh, newspaper line there. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Kim, why don't y'all people cheer down a little bit? I'm off to a terrible start in the NCAA basketball tournament. Uh, Charles man. Barkley, are you? What happened, Charles? Oh, I'll put 10 dimes on them clowns from Northeastern, Kim. Uh-oh. And then to add insult to injury, I get a call from Lou Holt saying, I raised $10,000 for his operation, then I let him die, you know, just like I do with all my charities. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in a bad mood. Man, I sorry, want to congratulate Charles. Pete Davis. Yeah. His own Miss Rebels big comeback yeah. against BYU. BYU. Yeah. I don't want to say how Pete Se- Davis celebrated the victory, but he came in the morning of this work with a sheepish grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> he had a sheepish yeah. grin. Sheepish on his grin. Face. All right. <laughs> you know Robert bad. Durst, that uh, millionaire, used to coach a little basketball, Kimmel. Robert Durst coached basketball. Yeah. If you got cut from his team, you never play again. I tell you that. <laughs> You know Robert Durst's favorite bakery item? Favorite bakery item? I can only lady guess fingers. it. Lady Fingers. He loved him. Lady, lady Fingers. fingers. Oh. <laughs> P. Davis is 100% right about Muchel Obama's brother, Craig Robinson. Yeah. Man, yeah. he left the Oregon State basketball team in worse shape than a greater hospital patient. I mean, <laughs> talk about being left for dead, you know. <laughs> You can turn off the siren, Bob. We're headed to Grady, man. <laughs> Stop at the windows drive through, man. We don't need to be no hurry or nothing. <laughs> a little hungry. Craig Robinson was terrible, Kim. It was terrible. Man. He got a letter from Delta Airlines say he can't even fly coach no more. <laughs> the B coach, fly coach. He just got his sky miles cut in thirds instead of half like all the other Delta passengers. I mean, whoever knew that Atlanta to Tokyo was only 350 miles. <laughs> I'm in a great mood, aren't I? Really According to Pete Davis, Coach Robinson was under investigation when he left the Beavers. Investigation, really? I hope it was only point shaving when you consider the mascot. <laughs> shaving, no, just the points. You know, Jerry Madison, I mean, there was something fishy about the way he left Oregon State. I mean, there were fishy about I, I always heard that Craig Robinson was a little Hitler. Yeah, a little Hitler? <laughs> 
didn't realize he was Brazilian, you know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> once, he, once he got on the landing strip, he left August. It does, the old Brazilian <laughs> landing strip. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Call me later, I'll explain little Hitler. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. <laughs> little Hitler. <laughs> He's got the little funny mustache. But I don't know. Luckily, it was just points that was being shaved. <laughs> that's that's, 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 good news you know, there, Charles. I know. Thank, you, thank you so much, Charles Hartley with a kiver right here. I showed you the take letter J. Charlie, we're luck in that game. Hey, coach. <laughs> oh, mercy. He's a word. I can't listen to him. Lou Holt. I think he's an idiot. As a cheat and an idiot. And it's just uh, offensive in every way. All right, I got it. It's only the camera. 844-404-1067. The White House wants Bo Bergdahl to cop a plea and to go away. His attorneys claim that when Bo Bergdahl came back to America that he gave vital information to the authorities so they should treat him leniently. Well, the authorities are saying bullcrap. He didn't give us anything we didn't already know, and he cost American lives because people got killed trying to go find him and save him. And uh, Putty Tat, you'll, I'll never forget him hugging his parents up there and saying, we want to bring back your little boy. We want to bring, he could be my son. We want to bring back your little boy. And he traded <laughs> butchers for him, Al-Qaeda butchers. Mm-mm-mm. Well, it's, uh, you know, and, and in Putty Tat, you know, he now is finally admitted that actually if he had had his way, he would have rather closed uh, Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay, the first day he took office. The path of least resistance was just to leave it open, even though uh, it, it's not who we are as a country. It is used by terrorists around the world to help recruit jihadists. Uh, so instead, we've had to just chip away at it. Year after year after year. Yeah, chip this. It's almost over. <clears throat> All right. How about time for a quickie Darwin Award? Okay. Potential customer for a Darwin Award. Kalamazoo Gazette, Kalamazoo, Michigan. James Burns, 34 years old, a mechanic. Uh, was trying to repair what police describe as a farm-type truck. So Mr. Burns got a friend to drive the truck on a highway while Mr. Burns, a mechanic hung underneath the truck while it was driving because he wanted to ascertain where that source was of a troubling noise. And he couldn't he couldn't really figure it out. So he said, Hey, I know. Why don't you get in and drive? I'll I'll hook myself under the carriage, under the automobile, we'll, a truck rather, we'll drive down the road and I'll be able to hear and maybe even see where the funny sound is coming from so we can fix it. That was before his clothes caught on something driving down the road, uh, leading right before he was found by the driver, wrapped dead in the drive shaft, <laughs> like a folded bologna on a Big Mac. Anyway, it's 2.56, it's only the Kimmer, and look, oh, is that my distal phalange? I do it, distal phalange, God. This is Walter White. And you've made it to the end of another Kim Peterson show. Either that, or you scan past all the bad parts, which is pretty much the whole program because it sucks. If you have no life, listen to The Kimmer, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 